So today on the Sound Iron Podcast, we are covering a lot of ground. We are going to be talking about the Sound Iron Creator Challenge Halloween edition. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking about hardware companies making plugins. We're going to be talking about ad copy AI tools that you can use and copywriting tips. Craig, are you ready? <sighs> yes. All right. So we'll start with the Sound Iron Creator Challenge. We have an AI generated video that we made or we got a computer to make for us yeah yeah we commissioned the thing that's going to potentially wipe us out on earth to create this horrific visual we we forced a graphics card to do our bidding yes and the one thing that it needs is music it has no music and so you just created your own cue as an example and I wanted to talk to you about how you start a queue when you're working with a video. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was really fun. I mean, you know, for me, it's always fun when I get to do some creepy music as it's like about 90% of what I usually like to do anyway. So with this, it was really easy. I mean, like since the the graphics or like the visuals are pretty like, you know, because it's there's like these morphing hands. Like it starts off with this like image from from six seven, just like bloody hand, and just kind of like morphs and really um, pretty disturbing visuals. You know, usually with with certain certain things, you kind of start to get an idea right away. Sometimes not as quick, but I think like with this, I was able to kind of like connect with it pretty quickly. So you just watch it by itself and just kind of take it in. Yeah. So what I did is um, I just loaded up a bunch of different horror libraries that we have like a lot of the sick stuff like we we've been updating more and more of the sick libraries so i wanted to incorporate some of those usually well i I could tell you like what i did for this one i just started off with i just found an ambience from sick 2 and i just wanted to just start hearing something and seeing the visuals with sound because then you can you once you start doing that you start being able to see what works and what doesn't so yeah, I was just like starting with like a you know just like a really cool ambience and kind of like setting the tone, and then from there starting you know adding some other instruments. I used uh, some of Iron Throne because there's some really cool like big kind of percussion in there that just sounds like kind of metal and clanky. Some of the visuals it almost looks like it's in this kind of weird I don't know like some underground just like creepy area. Like I was even using some of the uh, music box. Oh yeah. Um, and one of the things that I that I noticed when I was doing that, because music boxes, when you think of that in horror, it, like it is very kind of typical. I was like, mm, it just sounds a little too much like like because when you hear that, you think of like an old, you know, like creepy doll or something being in the room and a little little kid, you know, being scared or something. So what I started kind of doing was like because when I was thinking about it, if you've seen the video, it almost looks like this like nightmare almost. <laughs> And I was just thinking like if this was like a kid's nightmare or something and like using the music box and I started playing around with this reverse delay plugin that I have. And it almost like takes it and like takes this thing that usually sounds kind of in whatever context you use sounds very, you know, could sound pretty or whatever, you know, just like a little music box. So I like took this melody that I made and threw it through all that. So then it just sounded kind of like completely like contorted. And just like now it sounds a little bit more scary, like because nightmares usually are very like interpreting things that, you know, and just like doing all kinds of twisted stuff with it. Yeah, it almost sounded like the notes were like flying past you. Just like, yeah, yeah, because you have these these visuals of like morphing and like doing all this crazy stuff. So it's almost like I wanted the music box to almost kind of represent 
a little bit of that, which is that really twisted kind of taking something that, you know, it's, you know, will show like faces and hands and it's all contorted. So it's like taking some of those sounds and contorting them too. And then um, towards the end of the queue, it kind of changes a little bit, gets a little bit more Halloween-y sort of like, you know, using some strings and, and brass and stuff to, to play these kind of like darker melodies. Cause I felt like as it, as it was going along, you know, there's only so much just kind of like twisted sound design and just eerie sounds that you can do to where it's just like, all right, like what now? Cause the yeah. visuals start to turn a little bit more like old, like, like sleepy hollow or something. So I wanted to have it kind of almost shift into this musical thing, it, but it was, it was really fun. Not really knowing what I wanted to do with it, but as I was kind of just putting stuff on the videos, like, you know, things just start kind of coming to you. Yeah. And it's less than two minutes. And you can compose your own piece. Even if you don't enter the competition, you can still use the video to practice scoring, which is a great exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or if you just want to, you know, share, share your stuff with people, you know, all, all we're asking is download it, compose an original piece of music to it, a new original piece. You know, not not just throwing on something you already had, like actually. Yeah, don't pull something out from fourth grade that you think is cool. Yeah. Go ahead and compose something new for it. Yeah, don't be that person. You got to start from scratch on this. You know, <laughs> upload it to YouTube, hashtag Sound Iron Creator Challenge. And then, you know, we'll see those, put them in a playlist so other people can see them as well. We'll have it on our YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, it's just like a, a fun, a fun new thing that we've been wanting to do. I mean, we've done some contests in the past, but with the creator challenges, we want them to be kind of different each time, you know, different themes and stuff like that to involve the community to, you know, participate in some of these either like scoring challenges or we have some other ideas for some things we want to do coming up too. So. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool seeing seeing the entry so far. Yeah, and tell the people when the deadline is. So the deadline is October thirty first. That's when you have to enter it uh, before midnight, or you know, or if it's you know around that time, yeah, just just try to get it in before the thirty first. And um, we're going to be announcing the winner on November seventh. Have an opportunity to win two hundred fifty dollars in store credit for the first prize winner, and then there's going to be two runners up for fifty dollars store credit. So yeah. Get some new toys. Yeah, get some get some new sound iron toys. Uh, we also have a Halloween sale going on right now, too. So a lot going on. Have you seen Contact 7 and have you played with it yet? Not yet. I'm I'm planning to get a copy. I've done two little videos on the new features in Contact 7. One of the big ones is importing non-player libraries. Everyone likes having that cute little libraries tab. And once, mm -hmm. once you turn into a contact power user, you realize that the quick load is where it's at. But contact seven has changed a few things and you can now import non-player libraries into the contact seven search pane. And so that changes a lot of things. And I did a video showing how to add tags and add art. And there's also some workarounds on if you want to add uh, previews, audio previews, and things like that. But basically, once you get everything imported, you can have this massive amount of presets that are all easily searchable, and it really helps you navigate the Contact7 ecosystem. Yeah, that's a really cool thing that they've done. They kind of mixed complete control software and Contact. It's kind of like a little baby version of both of them yeah yeah we uh got to see a little bit of that before and that was my first thought too is very complete control sort of layout but kind of blending it but um yeah i mean it, it looks nice and that's that's a really cool thing now that 
people can bring all that stuff together. But yeah, quick load, that's, <laughs> that's the thing almost. It's, it could be almost quicker depending on how you organize where everything right. is. Because even then, you still got to go in and search. Like the only thing like quick load would have been cool if it did have like a search. So you could just oh, like, yeah. start typing in a library and just like do, 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 do. Agreed. But, uh, but if not, then you just have to be very um, careful about how you organize things just to make it easier, whether you're organizing it by categories or by developer and then categories. Uh, I learned a lot about this when uh, I was hanging out with Dirk, Dirk Alert, which mm -hmm. we've had on the podcast, Sound Iron OG. Oh yeah. And um and uh yeah, he he was he's very big on that. He actually has a a couple templates that are quick load templates that he's made. So he's yeah, he's all about that that kind of stuff. Okay. The next thing is Flowful. And Flowful is AI generated music. So I've been talking to you about the AI revolution that everyone's so excited about. And <laughs> this is flowful.app. And it says, enter a flow state in minutes using procedurally generated ambient music, unlimited free listening. So no one wrote this music. Uh, and AI wrote it. And there's like classical genre, there's electronica, there's atmospheric, and it just generates unlimited amounts of this kind of vibe, almost like... Um, coffee shop playlists or something like that where it just mm -hmm. it never ends but this literally will never end that just keeps kind of adding and removing pieces and no one is pushing buttons behind it it is a computer interesting i wonder if there's people just listening to it and like recording it and then like trying <laughs> to like rip it off there's just like this like, is there going to be an ai that comes out there and says hey remember on that on that stream that i did you stole all my ideas, you bastard. <laughs> well, that is the interesting thing about it, right? Because there's no copyright and there's no royalties pay being paid. The composer isn't making music and isn't being paid for their music. And there's no like lawsuits or anything like that going on. Yeah, the lawsuits are going to happen from people who steal from the AI and then someone steals from that person who stole from the AI because they're going to be mad that someone else stole their <laughs> stealing of the AI. It's gonna Oh man. Sounds like a mess. Yeah. It sounds like a big legal mess. No, no, but th that's pretty cool. Um, especially if you're just like not knowing what to listen to, you know, yeah. let's say like you have your, your, your Spotify playlist that you always listen to or like Apple music or whatever. And you're just like, how many times can I listen to that Tina Turner playlist? <laughs> Got to switch it up. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one obviously has no vocals, no singing or words. It's, all it's just all instrumental, and it's pretty sparse, to be honest with you. I, I listen to some of it. It's not that it's bad. It's just there's not a lot of complexity to it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would think. Yeah, it's not like busting out a bunch of like Rachmaninoff like <laughs> classical pieces or something. Yeah, but yeah, that's um pretty interesting especially yeah if you're just wanting to throw something on and while you're just working like do you ever uh sometimes i would listen to those like relaxing playlists that are just like streaming 24 7 on youtube and they'll just have these like vi like repeated visuals of like trees and it's very like relaxing you ever listen to those like some or it's like kind of like um good for you know just having something on in the background while you're working because it's, it's just very just looped and uh-huh i really yeah. like the chill hop playlists yeah that that's my vibe yeah. Um, okay. So the next topic we've got is hardware companies making plugins. So is this a good idea? And 
before you answer, we have an example of noise engineering who is famous for making Eurorack modules and shipping hardware to people. They made a bunch of synth plugins and some of them are free and they're good. They're good synth plugins. Mm-hmm. But when you release a free, you know, it's a free plugin trade for an email address to someone like me who has never bought a Eurorack and has no plans to get into Eurorack. Is that a good idea as a hardware company? And I'm not sure if it is because you have all these people on your email list who will never buy a hardware product from you. Maybe. A different example is Big Sky from Strymon. Very famous reverb that everyone has on their pedal boards or studio walls or whatever. And they just released the plug-in version of Big Big Sky. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is $200 for the reverb plugin, which is significantly cheaper than the pedal. Uh, so tell me your thoughts about that, hardware or software. Oh, man. I mean, there's, there's always that age-old debate, but I think a lot of people are, even if they own that pedal, are going to buy that plugin. Because now you can have, you can have some Big Sky on every track. And yeah. they all have different settings. And you don't have to go and like commit audio and all that stuff. Like, just the... The portability, even if even if the sounds are like pretty close, even mm-hmm. if like some people are gonna say like, oh no, I mean it's close, but it's not the real thing, man. Like, <laughs> whatever. It, the AB you know? tests. Yeah, like I mean, shoot, like if if it sounds even like pretty close, even like doing like a blind test, and you're like, man, that sounds pretty spot on. Like that already is a win, especially if you like that reverb. So, I. uh haven't been like super excited about plugins too much these days. Like every now and again, you know, I'll see something that kind of catches my eye. Um, I know you're usually on the hunt. You do a lot of sound design stuff. So you're always on the hunt for some new plugs. But I saw that one and I immediately hit you up because I was like, oh, mm, right. Strymon entering the plugin game. Yeah, they just came in swinging. They're like, let's go. But yeah, um, yeah I, I thought that was really neat because uh. Yeah, I've always heard about that reverb. I've never actually had the chance to play it, but I'm sure I've heard it a million times on different things. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I was like really quick to wanting to get that in my hand. So I do have it, planning on doing some experimenting of my own with it. That's what's up, man. So I went down the rabbit hole of ad copy and text-based AI. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about image-based AI. And now I've been looking at more ad copy and text-based AI. And so the first one is called Lex. And Lex is an extension that anytime you get stuck when you're writing a blog post, you just press plus, plus, plus. And this AI reads what you've written so far and then generates more ad copy or writing based on what you've already said. Some of it's great, some of it's not, but you basically have an assistant editor uh, or a secondary writer who is sitting beside you, helping you out. And then you can also go up to the title of whatever you're doing and you can ask it to generate more titles for you. So this guy is giving an example, like a product demo, and his title is Why Product Positioning Matters. And he asked this AI, Lex, to generate more title options. And so one of them is why product positioning is essential for success. 
how to position your product for maximum impact, the secret to successful product positioning, et cetera. So that was three different ones. And you can just keep generating new titles. So if you were writing a blog post and you were having trouble coming up with a title, you can just give it to this thing. It will skim through your entire post and then it'll crank out title options. It'll just hit you with a bunch of clickbait. Boom. Yeah, it's perfect for clickbait. <laughs> the secret, what was it? Uh, uh, positioning products or the secret or something? Was yeah. Like, you secret. throw that word in there, you are you're trained. <laughs> right, you're ready to roll. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. So so when you have it write additional stuff, does it change anything you did before or just completely nope. adds after? No, it's just a whole new block of text. Interesting. And then you just delete it. If you don't like it, do it again. Yep. Damn. Just have this thing write a book for me, like how to not get attacked by bears and just keep hitting plus, 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 and then write a whole survival book. So that was a crazy thing is there's a brand called Holo, write Holo. And it says use AI to write your next novel. Wow. And organize your thoughts into incredible compositions with a few clicks. It's built for anyone writing anything. And so you can see an example of a princess adventure. So you write the first paragraph and then you say generate and it gives you two options. One is she liked something, blah, blah, blah. The other one is her father didn't want his daughter exploring, blah, blah, blah. And you can go in two different directions. It's like pick your own adventure kind of thing. But to me, that one is like sucking the creativity out a little bit of your novel, but I guess it's just using creativity in a different way. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, I mean, kind of similar to, I guess if you had like, you're in a room with someone and you're like, Oh, like we're, we're writing this story or whatever. Right. And you're just kind of like bouncing ideas back and forth. Like maybe that AI thing might generate some new ideas for you. Like, Oh, like that's an interesting take. Oh yeah. And then what if blah, 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 blah. That's true. A board to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Yeah. A jump to conclusions, Matt. No, um, it's a map that you jump to conclusion. That's uh, office based joke. Um, so yeah, I I can see that being cool, but I don't know. I I think if you're even like slightly old school, it just feels kind of like mm, yeah, kind of you were kind of raising an eyebrow a little bit. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I I, I don't know if I mean the 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 thing for the ad copy seems pretty interesting because it's just kind of like you, you have the thing that you're already promoting or that you're wanting to like write ad copy for. And it's just kind of like, like is grammarly cheating or anything, you know, it's like things that kind of like, Hey, this is cool. But what if you did it like this? It's more like a, like a suggestion thing versus like having it completely do it for you. I mean, I could see if you're trying to use it just for getting inspiration or like, getting some ideas or, you know, just a way to kind of like shift your thinking when you're feeling a little stuck. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think there's, there's no reason in using AI stuff in conjunction with like what you normally do. Yeah. I think if, if you're just trying to like completely just use it like, Oh, I'm going to use all this AI stuff to get rich. Like that's kind (laughs) of, you want to have a little bit of, uh, you know, pride in what you do. I think. Sure. Um, okay, so the next two are jasper.ai and copy.ai. And both of these projects do similar things, which is generate ad copy based on a small description you make. So you just put in what your product's called, you describe the product, 
And then you choose a tone. You can choose friendly, adventurous, luxury, relaxed, etc. And you say create content. And then it gives you different chunks of text based on what you described. So I put in David Oliver's drum kit. This first one says, brilliantly recorded. The David Oliver's drum kit is a 1980s pearl red deluxe kit with a custom snare and kick drum. An extremely versatile drum kit handpicked and performed by British media composer David Oliver. We put this kit through its paces, sampling with different stick types for maximum scope of expressive drumming techniques from ultra loud to ultra soft. And it stole a lot of the ad copy that I put in there and Mm -hmm. reworded a few things. But it basically simplifies it and makes it super tight. And then you can just, if you don't like that, you can go to persuasive and you can say create content. And then you can take a look at the new generations. So I have five different gins. And if you like one of them, you can say add more like this. Mm-hmm. So this is David Oliver's drum kit is the most realistic, deeply sampled kits in terms of tone and response. With a single mic position, you can quickly dial in your own perfect drum kit and be on your way to your best sound yet. Oh, that's pretty persuasive. <laughs> You're sold? Yes. Nice. Um, <laughs> so this is the kind of stuff that is really interesting to me and just adding new tools to the arsenal ready to roll. The next one that is super interesting is called runway and this is runwayml.com and it is a cloud-based video editor so you upload a video into this site and then you can edit from your browser and it it uses ai to do composites so you can like separate the subject from the background really easily and it's super smart and then you could export uh, your subject by itself. And I'll actually have to send you this because I think you might want to play with it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it sounds sounds pretty interesting. I wonder if they have it where you can hit like a blooper button and it just like compiles all of the worst takes <laughs> and plays it back to you. It's like, so you could, you know, put little blooper reels at the end. Right. Like find, finds all like the little like little mess ups. What I want is something that can like scan and clean up a podcast episode and like cut out silence really easily and basically just like smartly chop things or help edit the video faster. Mm -hmm. The next two that are very interesting are called Smashing Logo and Brandmark. So these are two different brands that are doing similar things. They are logo generation AI. Mm -hmm. So you tell them your brand name and your slogan if you have one, and then you pick a few colors you like and maybe like the vibe or a few adjectives about your company and it will give you 20 different brand logos so it'll give you i did sound iron just to see what Mm -hmm. we were what we were working with and it generated several different kind of cool trendy looking brands logos and you can just kind of scroll through and if you don't like any of them you can generate a bunch more And then if you love one of them, you can go to checkout and you can buy that specific logo with the copyright and everything included for one of them was $25 and another one was $100. So super reasonable prices and you can be on your way to starting your next massive company. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. (laughs) 
I mean, like it, it really does have repercussions for freelancers. Yeah, that, that that's where I could see certain things. But it's like as every day passes, things are moving faster and faster. And the thing is, it's like all that stuff takes creative time and energy. And people nowadays, you know, probably don't feel like they have time to sit and like wait for an artist to create something like that. It's just like, hey, we could just go on here. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-boom. All right. I like it. Fund it. Get the copyright. You know, let's start making some money. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, it is really interesting. And I think as a freelancer, like a contractor, you could use tools like this mm-hmm. to help you kind of get a starting point. Or if you're working with like a bigger brand and they're not going to go buy a $25 logo, they want a custom designed thing from a human being you could just start with these and you could kind of touch them up remodel them a little bit and send them five and say what do you think about these now that now that is using the system against them so that's an interesting thing because let's say you send them five things oh cool we like that let's go with that you as the person who's you know the the freelancer or whatever you could say oh you know I'll charge you 600 bucks for it uh-huh. and you pay for it. All right. They like that. You pay a hundred bucks, you know, and you're flipping it for <laughs> however much, you know, right. Just digital arbitrage right there. I'm just, just giving out some, uh, some real trash advice right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, illegal life pro tips right there. Yeah. Yeah. Things you shouldn't do when you're a creative the five secrets to do things you shouldn't do don't do it step one is buy my ebook yeah well buy my ebook uh it's in the description below no i was kidding (laughs) (laughs) um okay yeah let's see we covered ai music ai video editing ai brand generation logo generation ai ad copy and novel writing That brings me to my last section, which is 10 copywriting tips. And I don't actually know if I have a full 10, but I found a video that I really liked from HubSpot. And he said, step one is you always want to optimize your SEO keywords and secondary keywords. And like a true marketer who's writing blog posts or ad copy or whatever wants to start with the keywords and work backwards from there. And he said one of the tips that people use is if you scroll down to uh, the bottom of Google, it says people also ask and it has like various questions that people are searching mm-hmm. and he'll he'll use keywords from those questions as well. Then he talks about split testing phrasing with free headline analysis tools. So we talked about that headline generation or the subject generation mm-hmm. tool where you can just gen like 10 or 20 different headline ideas and then you could pick what you think is the best one he talks about the app method which is agree promise and preview so you're agreeing with the customer that there's a problem with however the market is and then you're promising to deliver a solution to their problem and then you're giving them a preview of how you're going to do it that's something we can definitely consider focusing on a little, a little bit more at sound iron is making sure that every piece of those is in place 
So the preview part is showing off a video, the demos, the user manual, things like showing them what the product is and Mm -hmm. what kind of problems it solves. Yeah. Uh, And then the last thing on this is F-shaped copywriting. So this guy says that people skim in an F-shape. So they'll scroll, they'll read like the top part and then they'll go back and they'll scroll down some and then they'll scroll back up a little bit and they'll do another, they'll do the little part of the F and then they'll Mm -hmm. keep scrolling. And so you can actually plan out your blog post or your social media posts or anything that's a little bit more long form, you can plan out, okay, people are going to be skimming in an F shape. And so we want to make good headlines and good like secondary headlines and make sure that we kind of point their attention to the exact spots of the F. That's interesting. Good old copywriting. The, the reason that I t- like talking about copywriting is everything is sales. So if you're in, if you're trying to be a composer and you're trying to pick up clients, you are selling them your services and every email that you send them is a part of the sale. Mm -hmm. And if you're sending them a text, that's like unprofessional, that is probably hurting your sale. Your, Your salesmanship is going down in that case. Yeah. Like, and Catherine Dern was saying, you know, even little things like getting the name, right how you oh, yeah. spell Spe- it yeah spelling your name right totally like like that is such a you would not think that would you know like me i'm one of those people i tend to like triple check stuff sometimes because i get a little you know sometimes if i'm doing something real quick you know like i'll send it to you and you'll and you'll catch it but like for the most part like if i, I know this is like something i'm sending out like this yeah. is going out now like i will be very uh start like reading the you know, reading it a little bit slower, like not because it's easy to just kind of, you know, just kind of. You're meticulous when you're about to send it to a bunch of people. Yeah. And people, and if you're trying to get work, you should be meticulous too, because like one, if you're getting something wrong, like a name, you're probably not going to get the job because they're going to be like, well, if you can't even get my name right, <laughs> how are you going to do the job right? So a hundred percent true. Yeah. So don't, don't do that. That's just, you know. But yeah, like I know I mentioned Zach Heidi on the last podcast. He's a, a composer. He's got a really cool YouTube channel. But uh, he he did a video talking about like cold emailing, mm. and he was actually going back on like old emails that he sent that had like no success and ones that did, and kind of like how his progression has evolved, and you know how he would try to get work as a composer. That's I awesome. That was I thought that was pretty interesting, especially because it's not just like, here's five things you need to do buy my ebook and I'll tell (laughs) you all the tricks and secrets on how to get the gig. But I think that was cool that he used, you know, real world examples where he was like, you know, I sent this out, you know, I got a response or I didn't. And this is what I tried to change because it's it's almost, you know, just like any sort of creative thing. Like you're it's like trying to like solve like not like a puzzle, but like how you structure things like where you ask the question or what you say first or like instead of saying this saying this like you know like when we talk about like cold emailing people before or like you know the whole networking thing and like if you just come out guns blazing hey i need it i need work like that's not the best way to do it it's like if you're trying to ask a girl out on a date you know you don't go up and say hey i'm hot you know right. let's go on a you know that's not like you got to work on your approach you know say hi like maybe you don't I'm not trying to offer dating services here, but you know what I mean? It's just like you, you have to, you can't just, just have that shotgun approach. Yeah. You, know? you gotta have some tact. You gotta yeah. work on, work on that success rate. Yeah. Don't, 
just jump out. Hey, I have a job. <laughs> what if the business card is like super slick though? Oh, like if it's in bone? Bone? <laughs> oh, have you ever seen a American Psycho? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, here's my new my new business card. The color's bone. That joke slapped. You just had to explain it to me. Uh, well, I had to explain it for anyone who's uh, listening and you haven't seen American Psycho. What's wrong with you? Stop the podcast. Go watch it. Come back. We'll still be here. No, I'm just kidding. That's a pretty good Halloween movie. Yeah. Yeah. For anyone who likes Huey Lewis in the news and wants to see someone get murdered to it. It's definitely horror. I heard he was actually really upset about them using that song in that piece or something or in that in that scene or something. I think like Mr. Lewis. Though, yeah. It's like, you know, you're hearing hit the B squared. And you're seeing some dude just get slaughtered. Right. Like maybe they're like, hey, we want to use your music in uh, in this movie. Oh, yeah, cool. Thanks. You know, (laughs) ching exchange exchange of currency. And then he's watching it, probably thinking they're going to be in like some dance club or something. And then you're just seeing some dude just get hacked up like, oh, dang, that would that would be upsetting if you weren't expecting it. Yeah, because you're thinking hip to be square, and now you're always just going to imagine that. He's like, I'll never forgive you, Christian Bale. Yeah. How dare you? He's like, I didn't do that. I'm just the actor. Um, okay, so I think that covers everything. We got the Sound Iron Creator Challenge. We got a whole bunch of AI tools. Most of these are free to try at the very least, so you should go try them. Uh, this is the new the new world we're living in. And that moves us on to the recommendations section. So I would say for me, a recommendation would be Big Sky Reverb Plugin. There's a free seven-day trial. You can try it out. I'm planning on doing a Big Sky Reverb with Sound Iron Instruments video this week. So you'll be able to hear some vocals and piano and drums. But you can try it for yourself. Yeah. Damn, you you stole my recommendation. I was going to recommend the same thing. But yeah, I mean, yeah, because uh, that's cool that there's a trial for it, you know, and it's like everyone's looking for reverbs. 100%. Well, you can recommend this composer guy on YouTube that you were talking about because I, oh, yeah. I have not watched any of his videos. Oh, yeah, that's true. His name's Zach? Heidi. Heidi. It looks like Haiti, but it's Heidi. Okay. The new artist that I'm listening to a lot is Olivia Dean. She is a British singer-songwriter, and she's kind of doing like a soul, poppy vibe, and she's really, really good. So yes. if you if you like just kind of laid-back music with brass and good chords, uh, neo-soul kind of stuff, Olivia Dean is the ticket. Nice. Always like hearing some new chill stuff. Like um, there, there's this uh, this girl that my girlfriend uh, told me about. It's like pretty, pretty chill stuff. Uh, Wayas Blood. That's the name of the band. Wayas Blood. It almost sounds very like like a modern day the Carpenters. Like yeah. she has that kind of voice, but the music's a little bit more kind of you know, not not just like piano and band. It's like a little bit more like some electronic stuff, but it's pretty pretty cool. Don't worry, it's not going to be Blast Beats and, and Death Metal Girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I would say the fine, the final thing, if you're still listening to this podcast, is go download the contest video and go write something and then post it. Just do it by the deadline. Yeah, just use it as a, you know, if, if you're trying to be an aspiring composer, use it as practice. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's fun. 
and you get to you know see what other people are doing and you get to participate being involved in the community is always good and it's good practice and you might win something might win some awesome store credit man store credit all right we will continue on this journey we will hopefully talk about something besides ai next week but craig i will catch you next week my friend yeah yeah see ya peace happy halloween happy halloween (laughs)